Attention Tadpoles, you are now listening to the host of Where I Belong, the Frog King himself, David Corbo. What's going on, guys? How you living? What's new? It's been a while, man. It's been a while. I haven't been in here in almost two weeks now. Probably about two weeks. Um, You know, just been busy. Holidays and everything. I thought I'd give it a little break, but I started to feel anxious like I wasn't doing enough. So had to get back in here and give you guys a solo one. But what's really cool is what you just heard. What you just heard is Colin Metzger of Voice Monster Edits. Uh, he whipped together this dope-ass intro for me, you know, with the kind of Mr. Movie voice going on there. I thought that was very cool. He's uh, he's 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 got a whole range of voices. He actually did, like, five for me. Um, and I like this one the best, so I picked that one. So that, that's what you guys just heard. And if you notice, that kind of upped things a little bit. That was the first time I had an intro. Uh, an official intro outside of some some sample music that I was allowed to pick through Anchor, but because of Colin Metzger of Voice Monster Edits on Instagram, go check him out, um, and a little bit of help from Chase Lepard on Instagram as well, check his shit out. Uh, they they helped me whip up this thing, and this thing is now the intro, and it's what you just heard, and I'm super happy with it. Couldn't have been happier. Um, you know, a lot of things have been changing. You can see I've got this whole mic arm thing going on here and that's a big deal for me as well because thanks to uh my people over on patreon anybody who who subscribes to the show uh, people who support me on patreon because of that i was able to put some of that money from from my patreon uh what would you call it subscribers subscribers i don't know supporters uh but because of them i was able to get this mic arm i was able to get these every fucking these business cards do i have any on me no i don't have any on me um i got business cards i thought why not do a little a little footwork a little you know something uh something kind of old school right so i went on vista print got about 2000 um got about 2000 business cards started taking those bad boys around that was really cool uh, some weird stuff happened because of that and i also was able to get Adobe Premiere Pro, meow, meow. which is how, uh, come on, come on, come get my podcast, kitty, ooh, that's my kid, meow, meow. come on, baby, come on, come on, baby, this is Ichabod, Icky, come here, baby, whatever, um, I know, so, I was able to get Adobe Premiere Pro, which is how I was able to edit this intro in the first place and get this into the video form. And it just helps everything, man. You know, to be able to do that. Hi, baby. Oh my God, my cat is strong. It's knocking into the table and shit. All right, get out of here. You're too frisky. You're too frisky, baby. No, 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 no. Don't jump on this uh, shitty ass desk. You can jump up here, baby. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Oh, it's my kid. Oh, look at my kid. Look at my baby. Oh, okay. Goddamn. Get your ass off my chest. Um. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, no, no. Not on the desk, though. Not on the desk. Go on. Go, go be free. 
a special guest appearance by Ichabod. Um, but yeah, because of this Adobe Premiere Pro, I'm able to edit all these things. I'm able to have this mic arm, which allows me to sit further back so you can see all of the grandeur that is me. Um, the business cards allows me to do kind of a grassroots, kind of a throwback old school approach to, to spreading the word. And all that was made possible through Patreon. So if you support me on Patreon, thank you so much. Uh, and I told you that that money was going to go straight back into the show, and that's exactly what it did. And so uh, I'm very happy to announce all these things. I'm very happy to have these supporters on Patreon. Uh, a couple of interesting things did happen, though, with the whole uh, card situation. You know, because I was trying to be slick, I was going to... First day I got the cards, they showed up in the mail, and I was excited. I'm the kind of guy that'll wear a shirt from a store that I just bought it from, and I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll put it on. Right, so I kind of can't wait to get things rolling uh, as soon as I get something new. So as soon as these things showed up in the mailbox and my wife said, do you want to go to Walmart? I said, yeah, I want to go to Walmart. So I took a box. I got two boxes, put one of them in the car so that wherever I'm at, I can just kind of toss them out. And I stopped by this old liquor store I used to work at, dropped a stack over there. And then I swung by Walmart and I started having fun. I took a whole fat stack of them, put it in my pocket, right? And, um... Yeah, I just started to go around to different different, uh, different aisles where they have product on the shelf. And you know where, where you would typically have, you know, whatever the item is, is on the shelf. And on the very face of the shelf, there's this plastic sleeve that they can put. They could put price tags in. Well, I would take my, my card and I would slide it in place of the price tag. So you would go to see how much this blender was. And you would see where I belong. You would see my face with the logo that Nathan Baird have drawn from the mind made up. And uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny, man. But what started happening, I started getting crazy, too. I would, I, would, I would just drop like three or four on the ground all face up. Because it pops, you know, it catches your eye. That image, that cartoon image. You go, what's this? And I made sure, you know, I, I said to, the, to the, you know, on the, in, in the description on the card that the podcast was absolutely free. Because old heads, I want old, I want everybody, everybody to come and at least listen you never know who will like it right but these old heads i want them to know like i'm not pushing it you gotta buy anything baby you ain't gotta buy anything you can listen to me for free you know and then if you want to support you go to where i belong podcast.com you could buy the merchandise you could support me on patreon but other than that the show itself is free you know so i start dropping these things here and there and the manager is a fan of, of me. The manager of Pathmark is a fan of the show. He's a fan of me. We bumped into each other one day, and he was getting me some paint when I was painting the studio. And he asked me what the paint was for because I was buying, you know, this navy, this dark, dark blue, and I was buying cherry red for the floors. You can't really see it in polyurethane. It's like polyurethane, the floors are cherry red and polyurethane. So I wanted my creative space to have a certain amount of funk to it, you know. Because what you see is this and this, but what's going on around you, there's a lot of different things going on, and there's a lot of cool stuff going on on the floor. That's the sound of polyurethane slapping against the bottom of my fucking kicks. And so we get into this conversation. He goes, what's it for? I said, a studio. He goes, oh, you make music? I said, no, I make podcasts. He said, what's it called? I gave him the name. Boom, boom, boom. He finds me. He finds me on Instagram. And then, you know, that's that. He follows me. He communicates a little bit every once in a while. But I was out with my family and with my, you know, I was with my wife and my boy. And I didn't want, and I also knew I had been peppering his store with those business cards. 
So I saw him a few times, tried to avoid eye contact. I said, shit, man. Number one, I'm here with the family. I just, I'm just trying to get in and get out. And number two, I know you're managing tonight. You've probably seen my face everywhere because I've, I've just been sprinkling it like fairy dust all over everything. I was sliding them inside boxes, right? So if you bought, a, if you bought um, one of those chest height arcade games from Walmart uh, over here, then you might open that bad boy up. You might find a little card of me you know a little extra present in there and you might go hmm this is cool this arcade game but what's this right here and you look that up and that's me so I was doing that I was sliding inside product and everything and um, you know so he sneaks up on me slaps me on the shoulder and I, I knew it was him right so I tried to but I tried to play it dumb like ah hey whoa it's you bud. you know so I act surprised I shake his hand he goes what's up with the mustache you got the mustache off I said no man I just just got it down today that's all and he goes oh I wish I could do that and I said yeah man you could do it just stick with it you know just trying to small talk it up and then all of a sudden my eyes look to the floor and there's two cards of mine face down so it's only a white back that you see and he looks down and he sees it and I'm thinking that he thinks it's trash but in reality I had stuck it on a shelf right next to the checkout counter and it had fallen down during our conversation and I knew it was my card I thought he thought it was trash so he reaches down for it and I go oh that's mine trying to act like I dropped only two but he's aware that they're all over the store he's probably still finding them right now just a couple days ago and he goes oh no um he goes um he goes what do you say I said oh no those are mine and he goes yeah don't worry about it I'm finding them all over the store I'll hand them out for you and I don't know why it just crushed me so much inside of I felt so so embarrassed uh, so terrible you know and then I broke away and I said oh man and the whole way home I was driving and every once in a while I go because I'd remember I'd remember what happened you know how embarrassed I was it would bring all the feelings back and it's still it's still mess with me a little bit right now and then he went on Instagram and he, he he double tapped my picture that I put up of the cards, of the business cards, saying that it was time to go out. Because I said in the caption, it's time to put in that footwork. Uh, people online said, damn, cool. Dave is going to put in that footwork. Look at that hustle. And me and that guy knew that that meant I'm just going to fucking throw them all over Walmart. But I've been doing that, man. I'll go to Quick Checks. You know, Quick Check is like a... Um, a sandwich slash convenience store shop over here in New Jersey. I think it's a tri-state thing, so it's probably PA, New York, New Jersey. But I'll go over there. I'll put it on the bulletin board. I was just at the mall a little while ago. I'll put them on different ledges and stuff like that. But very cool. Very cool to have those things. Um, You know, plus the Adobe like I said, the Adobe Premiere, you know, it's funny because I was talking to Chase Lepard and, and Nathan Baird about this and, you know, I'm telling them, because I ask them a bunch of stupid questions all the time. What do, what, how do I compress my file? How do I, what video editing software should I get? Instead of doing my own research, I'll just ask them, which is frustrating for them, but it's easier for me because they know what they're doing. So just tell me, just tell me. For the laptop, for Windows, I say, for Windows, is there a good, and they'll tell me, I don't have to type it in, because if you type it in, it's just, if you don't know the lingo, it's very frustrating, and if you don't want to learn the lingo, well, you're pretty much beat, right? So, 
you know, I could tell they, they kind of think it's funny. Um, just my lack of, I have, I have my patience for electronics is, you know, I was that kid when I was, when I was younger and I had a CD player, you know, and we had those big ass pants, those big baggy pants with the pockets on the backside. You could fit a textbook in the pocket. I used to slide my CD player in there and a headphone wire would run out of my butt pocket going to my ears and and go on my ears this before earbuds and it would skip right if it would skip i might let it slide like once or twice right but if it skipped a third time i'd pop it open i'd take out my album whatever it was you know ludicrous chicken and beer or or uh tupac's loyal to the game or or whatever whatever i would pop that out murphy lee um i think it was murphy's law murphy lee um, I would take that out and then I would smash it on the ground. Wherever I was walking, I would just take it out and smash it on the ground and then I would just walk away. I would leave that there. Right, and so uh not a lot has changed. I mean what has changed is I don't physically assault electronics anymore. Um but I do feel like my patience for for technology is very thin. Because I'm spoiled, right? You're spoiled by like Instagram. Instagram is so easy to put a video up. It's so easy to put a uh, put a picture up, put a filter over it. You know, whatever, whatever. You go on your story, you could drop texts all over the place. You could drop links all over the place, GIFs, all this crazy shit, right? So then when you want me to actually edit something and you give me editing software that looks like it was made for a computer programmer, it just, it just, it boils me. It boils me. And I have so many uh, uh, technological missteps in regards of making the show in the first place. What with shitty internet where I live and everything, that it takes about three hours to upload a video. Maybe you know sometimes four hours to upload a video, and um, you know it just rubs me the wrong way. I just I have to get better at it. I'm gonna get I'm getting better at it all the time, right? As you can see, we had this intro and everything, but you know I feel like um, Will Smith. I feel like. <laughs> You ever see um what's that movie with Will Smith and the robots where he hates the iRobot? You ever see iRobot and Will Smith hates the robots and the robots are doing all these good things, right? The robots are Adobe Premiere Pro, bro. They're they're making life easier. They're doing all kinds of dope shit. But I but Will Smith doesn't trust them for whatever reason because they spilled oil on his on his on his Chuck Taylors or something like that. And uh he doesn't trust them. And um and Shia LaBeouf's in that movie, and he, I don't know what his disposition towards robots is, but I just know that it's not that I don't trust technology, it's just that it's so aggravating when it doesn't do what you want it to do, and it's always a real simple fix, but I feel like I'm like Will Smith, where Will Smith beats the shit out of those robots, that's me, right, because if we come out with a line of like, like right now they have, they have sex dolls, right, I think I talked about this in the last podcast where I would get a sex doll. And it's not because I want to have sex with the sex doll. Um, I don't know how long it would tempt me just laying there looking all sultry and shit. But after some time, I might do it. But way before doing that to the sex doll, I would whoop its ass for sure. Right? Because uh, I saw a video where I think it was on Netflix. It was like, uh, this is it. I don't know what it was called. All I know is that some company got sex dolls. And they and it was all these people standing around to see when they cracked the big wooden crate open. It looked like the crate from uh, a Christmas story where they pulled that that sexy leg lamp out, and it was marked fragile. And it was French, 
and they and they um it looked like that that big wooden crate that you had to take a, a pry bar to and you open that up and there's this naked body inside of it and if you try to lift that body up it weighs you know as much as a body and and so that's cool number weight the weight is on number one the weight is on that's accurate i like that right the other thing too is it's got a slap to it like if you slap it it's made of silicone or some shit so it makes contact and it's anatomically correct except for like massive titties and little waists or whatever but um i feel like if you took that same setup and you put like a robotic like an animatronic body inside of it and then you could program that thing to spar i would put that thing on beginner and I would beat the brakes off of it. Just enough that it like fights back a little bit. But when you're real mad, like when I'm trying to do Adobe Premiere Pro and it's just not exporting because I don't have the right blah, 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 blah. I'm fucking shutting the laptop, going down to the garage, hitting, you know, spar, hitting beginner, turning that shit on, grabbing a crowbar and beating the shit out of that thing. You know, that really help. That'll really help. Right now I got one of those sparring dummies with no arms and no legs. Bob, they call it Bob. That thing is satisfying. Give that thing a slap, right? But it doesn't cry and, you know, whatever. I don't want it to cry. Crying would be bad. I want it to, like, talk shit back. That'd be better. Crying is a... Then I'd have to get sentimental with it. I'd feel bad about it and shit. But I do feel like Will Smith and iRobot, uh, every time I try to edit a video or some shit like that, you know what I mean? They just spew an oil on my Chuck Taylors and I just want to fucking stomp it. Ugh. But yeah, man, I've been away for a while. It's been a, like I said, it's been about two weeks. And yeah, I, you know, it's just the holidays. You just get caught up with everything. You're always so stressful because I'm not made of money. I don't know who's made of money, but it's always, it's always uh, daunting, right? Because I'm not the kind of guy that'll preemptively look for Christmas gifts you know what I mean? And to tell you the truth, it kind of got easier this year. I'll tell you why it got easier is because now that I have my son, it's been getting easier in the past few years, but this year in particular is because my son's at that age now where like, you know, what's up, cat? He He's very aware of Christmas. He's very aware of Santa Claus. He's very aware of gifts. <clears throat> you know, he's three and a half now and, uh, and I just want to give him a good Christmas. You know what I mean? I don't care about really anybody else. My friends, it used to be about getting my friends shit. It was always because my friends were like my family growing up. That's how it's always been. And so I used to have to think about getting them things. And I'm not a very thoughtful person. So, you know, number one, I'm not getting gifts early ahead of time. I always put it off to the last minute. And number two, because I'm not a very thoughtful person, I never know what the fuck to get somebody. You know, so that always kind of sucks. Um, but what's up, cat? Um, you know, so this year I kind of told everybody, I said, listen, I ain't getting you shit. If you want to get, don't get me anything. If you want to get something, get my son something. Uh, my wife and I agreed that we're going to go out on a date, like a nice date night, you know, sometime soon um, instead of getting each other anything. And my family and everything, I just told them, like, listen, I'm fucking broke. We're not doing this. I'm not swinging this. Because I hate going into Christmas. I hate going into Christmas and then coming out broke. It's just a bummer. It's a bummer to have to just empty my wallet. Especially you get your friend shit that like they're never going to fucking use. You know what I mean? Whatever. I got my buddy once like this cool 
look like a gas tank and you fill it with with liquor and it's got a gas nozzle hose and you take the hose and you into your cup and it fills it with whatever liquor's in there that motherfucker never used that shit a lot of people you know they rarely and I, it's no knock against them i don't know what my friends get me that i still use um in regards to christmas presents but you know so it was cool we really just limited that we said let's just get it all for the kid and so he got loaded with Avengers action figures because I'm just projecting my own shit on my kid. Uh, I just love I love all that Marvel stuff, and it, it just really makes me happy when I, when I see him get into it and, it and it and it lights him up. You know, he's got his own interests that are not mine, um, like you know trucks and stuff. He really likes trucks, uh, and I think every little boy likes trucks. But I have a feeling he's going to be much more into it because you know i bought him to the junkyard last year so we could pick parts for my jeep and that was something that i never experienced um and i'm i, I never liked cars never gave a shit about them and i only started to recently because i've got a, a truck that requires a certain amount of upkeep but he you know he loves me so much and i'm bringing him to the junkyard and so that's going to be i think that's going to be nostalgic to an extent for him uh so he's got his own likes, you know, that that he's going to develop that are going to be different from my own childhood experiences. But, you know, a lot of the stuff, I can't help it, man. I think I just, I just, I just, it's just, I push it on him. You know what I mean? I don't know how much you got to push superheroes on a kid, but I do it a little bit. You know, he's got every action figure. Um, Infinity War plays, it's played probably six times in this house or something since they put it on Netflix recently. And I'm just about it, man. I love those movies. They're just a lot of fun. And so it's cool to see him get into that. And he's got all those action figures. He's got so many Spider-Man. I don't know what to... We were going to take him to see um, the Spider-Man movie today. But by the time we checked out the seating, because we happened to be in a mall that had an AMC theater in it, and we went and checked the seating arrangement, it just wasn't wasn't going to happen. There was two seats left. They were all the way in the upper left-hand corner. I didn't want to do that. You know, so uh, we're going to do it soon. I would like that to be his first movie into the Spider-Verse. would be very cool. I mean, you know, he's three and a half, but he's he's he listens really well. And I think he can sit quietly through that whole thing. I never want to be that guy that takes their kid to the movies and they're just screaming. Never want to be that guy. You know, don't want to look like a dick. But, yeah, so we got him all those things. And then we took him over to Grandma's house and, and Grandma hooked it up, man. Grandma hooked him up with the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic. Boy, let me tell you how weird it is. How weird it is to sit back and you watch your kid play the games that you played when you were his age. You know, video games were a big deal for me. I think I mentioned in the, in the episode with Eric Lundy how big of a deal video games were for me coming up um you know i remember about his age somewhere in this age range two three four years old i have i have pretty early memories i i you know a lot of stuff i remember but i was heavy into super mario and i remember climbing up um the entertainment center and knocking something down to get to the top shelf where the Super Nintendo was. And I don't know if I knocked the whole shelf down or if I just knocked down one shelf or if I pulled the whole unit off the wall or whatever. But, you know, I remember pretty early doing that. 
and you know like I said I was my, my mom played a lot of Super Nintendo still does all the way up to my great-grandmother who played up until her her 90s until she passed away you know I remember this uh, one day you know when I was like 23 years old I had to move back in to my mom's house because I had gone through a big breakup and it caused me to leave the apartment that I was living in with the girl that I was with at the time so I stayed with my mom for like almost a year and during that time is when I started talking to my wife so we're dating at this time and we come back to the house real late you know we got to sneak in because I'm back in my mom's house and I don't want to wake anybody up and it's late I don't know what time it is but my mom goes to sleep real early anyway you know she's she's in bed I probably get it from her where she's in bed by like eight and you know so we're sneaking in and the TV's on I'm going why is the TV on this is late it's much later than and I notice that it's Super Ghouls and Ghosts is on pause on the TV and the Super Nintendo controller is stretched out and it's sitting on a chair in front of the TV and there's a post-it note and a post-it note says something like we've waited all your life for this moment uh, finish this or something something just fucking you know something epic something badass you know and I'm drunk I think Ooh, wonder if you guys caught that on camera god damn um and I'm drunk. And I go, uh, I go, hold on. I've got to do this. And my wife's like, what the fuck are you? What? And so I, uh, I just realized this fucking lighting is stupid, right? Because I got this hat. I never have this overhead light on. It's always the, the front light. Whatever. We'll deal with it. So she's confused. You know, she she didn't grow up playing video games. She didn't really go up grow up playing much of anything. She's a uh, she she grew up as a Jehovah Witness, and you know, so she wasn't even really playing with other kids and shit. Um, and I guess she just was never into she was just never into video games. And so to her, she's thinking like, "What the fucking? This is stupid." To me, this is this is uh, you know, family tradition. That's that's unfolding right in front of me, and I gotta sit down and I gotta try to beat Super Ghouls and Ghosts for the Super Nintendo. And if you guys ever play that game, it's a platformer, right? You go from left to right, you throw stuff at enemies, you have a suit of armor on, you get two hits, boy. They hit you once, you lose the suit of armor, you're naked. They hit you again, you're dead. It's not a lot of room for error and error. And without the uh, the armor. Your 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 attacks are are cut in half. They're sh they're shit. They're not strong anymore, and it's a very difficult platformer where you can't really make adjustments. In the it's it's hard to explain. It's like it, Super Mario. If you're falling, you can fall left and right. Like if you're falling from a real tall height in Super Mario, you can point him left or right, and he'll sway left or right as he falls down. In Super Ghouls and Ghosts, if you jump. You, you're, you're landing there no matter what. No matter what's there where you land. So you better jump right is basically what I'm saying. It's a very difficult platformer. It's a very hard game. And what happens is you get all the way to the end of the game. And you think you're finally through all the shit. And, it, and the game goes, eh, eh, bitch. You gotta go all the way back to the beginning. Play the game all over again to get back to the end. So that you can beat the boss with this special weapon that you've gotta carry through the entire game again. But the, the thing is, the special weapon sucks. 
it's like there's so many better weapons in the game and this weapon is garbage and you got to make it through the very difficult game again with the garbage weapon and still fight and beat the boss so my mom got all the way to the boss for the second time and she left this post-it note and it said all this crazy shit it was a big deal man and I unpaused that shit I got my ass whooped real quick lost it game over ran through my fucking lives you know but that's that's and I was sad I was I was upset about that it felt like this really important moment and I just couldn't swing it you know and so uh but that's how big it is for me to play these games uh they, you know they've been a part of my life forever and I don't play a lot of video games now although if you ask my wife I've been balls deep in some Super Nintendo these past few days but it's just crazy to play two player you know Donkey Kong Country you know talking Donkey Kong Country 1 um Castlevania right um Super Ghouls and Ghosts man pff, playing that game again is it's, it's, it's hard it's hard um but yeah man just to play those games again to watch him play the things that I grew up playing it's it's it is very bizarre you know and he loves them he loves them I, I have to I have to I have to I was playing two-player Kirby with him Kirby Kirby uh Kirby in dreamland whatever it is you know that that if you haven't gotten one if you want that old school feel go and get that Super Nintendo Entertainment System classic and there's two of them if I understand correctly there's one of them comes with 21 games there's another one comes with like a hundred games I'm talking Battletoads I'm talking Biker Mice from Mars yo it's crazy what's on this game it's 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 Joe and Mac you want to talk about an obscure kind of Joe and Mac where you play these two cavemen and the objective is to get through the level and at the end of every level you save a pretty girl who gives you a kiss on the cheek and you're beating up dinosaurs with bones and boomerangs and shit damn and the soundtrack from that game is great Super Metroid right Super Metroid just balls deeps and balls deep in classics if you want get that Super Nintendo Entertainment System that SNES classic you know uh, Zelda a link to a link in time right a link to the past rather it's just it's it's amazing and like I said to sit there and watch him go through it and I think I got a little philosophy on it you know I talked about it in another episode but it's like you don't get to play Fortnite boy because you gotta you gotta see where this shit you're gonna get there it'll come but in the beginning you gotta see where it started and I don't want to take you as far back as Atari or even Nintendo because Nintendo didn't quite have the button layout mapped out yet you know what I mean like those classic games Mega Man X Super Mario Yoshi's Island uh, um, Donkey Kong Country 1 2 and 3 those games really figured out the button layout for how to run how to jump all that shit um I feel like in Nintendo they didn't really quite there were some games that were really missing it and so I think Super Nintendo is a great place to start the 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 artwork for it you know it allows for a lot better of an experience and so I just want him to start there I think also it'll kind of give him a leg up because he's going to meet adults in his life and when he has conversations with them and he tells them what he grew up with as a gaming system and these adults here that this kid who's a generation apart from them um, or more, you know, grew up on the same games that they grew up with. I think, you know, I think it's important to, to make sure your kid is likable by other adults because life is easier when adults like you. 
You know, and it's not like adults are going to suddenly fucking roll out the red carpet for him because he was slanging Donkey Kong Country as a kid, but, you know, can't hurt. And also, it's cool to play it with him. But I try to make sure that he, you know, that he still gets out and he plays physically because you think that these kids are out here and they're glued to Fortnite. Um, it's the same shit, buddy. You can't, you can't, you gotta, you, you need a crowbar to get him away from that Super Nintendo. And as happy as I am about that, it's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta break him away sometimes. You gotta get him out. He's gotta play physically, you know, so we wrestle and stuff like that and try to do, uh, arts and craft painting with him. My wife's real big on that, you know, um, it's not that I don't think, I think there is something in video games like reaction time and problem solving and things like that, but I, you know, you need other things too. And so, especially physical exercise, you got to get out there and, and, and move around. You know, today we brought him to the mall. And there was a play place in the mall. It's like Billy B's or something. Billy B's, I don't know, it was huge though. Huge play place, like a hundred kids, you know, different levels. It was, it was massive. And, you know, we take him in there. And once he's getting to playing, I go to my wife. I say, listen, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick because I um, I had some Chinese food before that. And it wasn't really good. Chinese food is really whack. You know, mall Chinese food versus, versus normal Chinese food. Mall Chinese food is pretty whack. But this was particularly whack. And... I'm thinking maybe it just didn't sit right with me. I ate the whole thing, you know. I, I'm not I'm not one to not eat the whole thing. <laughs> but I think it just didn't sit well with me, and so I had to hit the shitter. And I'm in there, and I start getting text messages like, I lost him. She's like, I lost him. I can't find him. I mean, this place is huge. It's scary. It's scary. And so I go, um what you know i've you know i'm 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 midway into the deed man i can't i can't just stop it's 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 the flowing i'm going man once you get momentum like that you can't just hit the brakes it's dangerous you know i don't know what'll happen to me but i, I feel like something bad had happened so i'm like what do you mean and she's like i can't find him i can't find him i'm like fuck man so i start like trying to prep my body it's a whole process to like stop and then you know and then all of a sudden I get that message like I found him. I'm like, oh, good. Good, man. So I relax. I start going again. Phone buzzes. I lost him again. Fuck, man. And, you know, she found him real quick after that. But I had to wrap it up in there. I had to wrap it up in there. I had to cut things short. And I don't know about you, but uh, uh, if you go to the bathroom and you have to cut a shit short, there's nothing worse. You just stop and go into the bathroom. You ever just be halfway through a piss and you're like, can't piss anymore for whatever set of circumstances is stopping this from happening. And so you just stop peeing. You just kink the hose up and you just stop peeing. It's the worst. There's nothing worse than that. There's this, I mean, there's probably things that are worse than that, like 9-11 or, or an asteroid impact, but it's got to be top 10. Top 10 terrible things to happen is to just kink the hose and stop that shit, right? So... I finish up what I got to do and we, we, we head out there. And then other than that, you know, we found it. We, I, we had to look cause she lost him again. Right. And we had to do some looking, uh, but we found him 
shortly after that and I was like you know I kicked the shoes off and I was like can't I gotta go with you now you know wherever you're going you're going in these tubes and these foam pits and 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 climbing these things and down these I gotta go with you you know so I kicked the shoes off and I and I and I head up into the jungle gym with him it's huge you know he had so much fun though man (laughs) I had a lot of fun I was sweating I'm one of those dudes that I you know I was fighting him in the middle of the mall my wife was in like forever 21 looking at some stuff and I was like, I'm going to wait outside with the boy. And we're just chasing each other in circles. And I'm like karate stancing him and poking at him and, 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 and you know, grabbing him and, and spinning him around and everything. And people look a lot. You know, some people love it. Some people, I think, are just like, look at this idiot. But I can't help it, man. He li- he's, he's a fun kid. He likes to, he's, he, he likes to have fun. You know, and I, I, I get those bursts of energy. I want to have fun, too. And so I just didn't think it's normal because I don't see a lot of that happening, you know, at the mall. But I'll be running around with them and shit. And, um, but yeah, man, we went to that playground, that play set, that play place. And it was a lot of fun. They had this one slide. It was big. It was big. I didn't know how big it was, right? We climb up the thing. We come around the corner, and the slide's right there. And I go, come on, buddy. It's a real wide slide. It's like 10 feet wide. Um, so you can go down like four or five kids shoulder to shoulder at a time. It's probably less than 10 feet. But that's how wide it is. Four or five kids shoulder to shoulder can go down at the same time. And so I get up there. I wait till the kids are out of the way. It's so fast. I don't realize what's happening. I, I, I look at him. I go, you ready, buddy? He's right next to me. And I go down. And I realize, like, it's a pretty tall slide. And it's a straight drop at first. It's vertical. And then it swoops out and it catches you. And you go real fast. And my wife said my face was, you know, this big shit-eating grin. I was cheesing because it was so fun. And he had so much fun. We ran up and we did that thing like three, four more times. And, you know, and then we ran through and there's, 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 there's just so much to that place, man. I don't even know where we were. I think we were in New York, actually. Yeah, because I live in New Jersey, but it was half hour drive to this place into New York. That's how close. I mean, I'm, I'm five minutes from New York, not even five minutes, but less than five minutes, two, two minutes from New York, something like that. So you go two minutes and then it was another 20 something minutes into New York. And, uh, you know, that threw me for a loop because I was in a Target in this mall. This mall had a Target in it, which is pretty dope. And it had uh, liquor. They were selling uh, beer in there. And I was like, what the fuck? It's weird. You know, because Jersey doesn't do that. Jersey doesn't sell beer anywhere but a liquor store. And Jersey doesn't pump their own gas. And I could be in New York real low on gas and I'll drive all the way to Jersey because I'm not pumping it, bruh not getting out I'm not doing that I don't know it's awkward what do you do you go you get out you put your uh, card in the machine or you don't Some sometimes you just go and you put it I guess you would put in how much how much money worth of gas you want and then you look at the thing and it's gas it's pump number 6 and you go inside and you go I want pump 6 and you hand them a 20 that's a lot man that's a lot I see why they pay people to do that job in New Jersey because that's a lot you know, we got a lot of shit to do, and pumping gas is not one of them. You know, but I'm not opposed to selling beer in Walmart. That's not a bad look. Um, I mean, Walmart's kind of a trashy place already. That's where, kind of where the town uglies go. They congregate at Walmart, and so he starts selling beer there. That's a bad look, too. I think that's just, a, you know, kind of nasty. Target is, is you know, it kind of looks down on Walmart. I like Target. Target. I like Target. They got a lot of nice stuff. Um, 
I picked up a dry erase board so that I could write down my shit. Colin Metzger, Voice Monster Edits, Patreon thank yous, cards, Walmart, Adobe and my lack of patience, iRobot bit. The iRobot bit. I like how I looked up in the air and I said, um, what's that movie called? I don't know why I did that. It's fucking right there. It says iRobot bit. I'm a fucking faker. I'm lying to you. I'm disgusting. Holiday stress, Super Nintendo classic. Like to keep them being fit. <laughs> this is all written down, guys. This is all fucking rehearsed. It's not rehearsed. I just, I, I just need that there because uh, I don't want to just leave you guys with a lot of dead air, just staring around. I do that though. I look up there. I'll tell you what's up there. Nothing. Nothing. I'm looking at the upper corner of a wall right now. If I want to look down, is that better? I gotta see what that looks like, right? Cause I just got a big ass head. I'm looking in the fucking sky. Maybe next time I'll look dead at you. Hit you a little hit you with a little backwards hat. Look you right in your shit. Right there. Um, but yeah, man, so like I said, I just wanted to get back because I was kinda gone, you know, for all that holiday shit. And um you know, I got a lot of things coming up and I wanted to kind of get into the swing of things before I had all these guests pop up again and everything. And so I also want to, um, as you saw with the beginning intro, I want to try to, I want to try to flesh this out and get, get, uh, get my editing skills down. So, but we do got a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe. Um, and, and, you know, once again, I just want to thank you to everybody, uh, Colin Metzger, for the 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 intro and Chase Lepard for really hooking it up and 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 polishing it up for me um you know want to thank Nathan of Drawn from the Mind uh he actually sponsors the show uh he's the guy that does all my dope ass artwork if you go to whereibelongpodcast.com and you click on the link that pops up you can get your hands on a bunch of sweet shit including uh hoodies um hoodies and t-shirts and coffee mugs. I got to get me one of those coffee mugs. Um, and you go to whereibelongpodcast.com, which is also, once again, it's designed by Chase Lepard. Um, so big shout out to him. Thank you for that, brother. If you go there, you'll have access to all of my links to all of my social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You'll have links to my Patreon as well. That website has everything. Uh, all my videos. All the audio all the pictures, all that good stuff. Um, you know, and as for Instagram, it's where I belong podcast. If you go on Facebook, it's where I belong podcast. If you go on Twitter, it's where I belong P you can find me on Twitter there. Uh, I'm not really on Twitter like that. I got to fix that. It's a full-time job, man. You're going across three platforms. It's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and you're trying to, uh, you know, use those the right way. It becomes kind of a full-time job. But I think think I need to be on there more. I think I need to be on Facebook more. So we're going to work on that. We're going to figure that out. Um, and I'm happy to be bringing you guys what I think is a better product. You know, I think this is better. I think having this view, sitting back here in this, this armchair, you know what I mean? Uh, instead of being all huddled up next to the, the screen, having this beautiful mic arm, uh, it's just better. It's better. I think it's better. So I hope you guys think it's better. Once again, thank you guys for listening to Where I Belong. Uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you to my Patreon supporters. Uh, if you feel so inclined, if you like the show, you like what you hear, head over to iTunes, head over to Spotify, head over to YouTube. You know, 
subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. All those things really help me in the long run, uh, just helping the show to grow. And, uh, you know, it's definitely late, but Merry Christmas to all of you. Um, happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy New Year. You know, 2019 is going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. I don't feel like it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger because I'm going to work my ass off. We're going to really polish this up. We're going to bring you guys a great show. Um, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what 2019 holds. You know, I'm not one of those dudes that makes a lot of resolutions. Um, I'm pretty good with my health. I got a little heavy over the holidays, but snap right back to it. As soon as the holidays were over, snap right back to it. You know what I mean? No carbs, no sugar. Kind of stay on that keto thing. I don't check ketones and shit like that, but uh, proteins, fats, vegetables. You know, no carbs, no sugar. Um, a lot of water. Drink a lot of coffee, probably more than I should, but what are you going to do? I'm not trying to give that up. The only resolution I really had was, because, uh, you know, I always get good in the swing of things. I fall off for the holidays. I put some weight on. I stop working out, but as soon as the holidays are over, I get back on it. You know, that's probably why resolutions are such a big deal is because everybody just came off the holidays. Everybody just came off a of heavy drinking, heavy eating, uh, sedentary, you know, nobody's working out and shit. Um, and also they're broke, right? Because of the holidays. So every holiday, I mean, every every New Year's resolution is I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to stop drinking, and I'm going to start exercising, and I'm going to do better with money. Because everybody just emptied their pockets and got super fat and also became nearly an alcoholic, you know? That's probably exactly what that is, I bet. Uh, so, you know, those things aren't really... I've stopped drinking. You know, I got pretty heavy there for a little bit. I had a, a glass of wine yesterday. I didn't even finish it. But there was a period where I was having, you know, a glass of whiskey phew, almost every night. Definitely don't want to do that. Um, and like I said, the only resolution that I really had was make the show better. Make the show better. Constantly work on the show. Make the show the best possible thing that I possibly can. And uh, that way I can bring you guys the best product that I can. You know? So, here's to that. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for supporting. And I got some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipe. Alright? So, uh, this is where I belong, and I am David Corbo. Peace out, yo.